Listen in to this powerful, powerful episode about what to do when your business isn't paying the bills. Enjoy. This business podcast, the Two Business Guys Mastermind, uncovers for you secrets and share tips and tricks to entrepreneurship as they mastermind on how to have startup, operational, and overall business success so that you can go on to get better results. Enjoy. Rob, I can tell you today's episode, man, it's going to be a serious one. When the title came into my mind as a result of working with some other entrepreneurs and what's going on in their businesses, right? And this is the title that came to me, Rob. When the business isn't paying the bills. So everybody, when you're listening in right now, when the business isn't paying the bills, if you're the spouse of the person, if you're the boyfriend, the girlfriend uh, of that person who has that business, and it's not paying the bills. Rob, I tell you, I was encouraged on one hand that as entrepreneurs, we have the ability to affect and change a lot of things, to find the solution to stuff. And this is a topic that I'd like us to mastermind on. And for the entrepreneurs that listen in, that are right there at that point where the wife or the husband is saying, you need to go get a job or, you know, you need, what are some of the other things to be encouraged about mm-hmm. having started that business? Mm-hmm. It, it may not be paying the bills, but is it bringing, and I got some topics here, everybody listening. We're talking about when the business isn't paying the bills and Rob mm-hmm. off screen, off camera, we were talking about some other stuff personally. Mm-hmm. And we've had to deal with that issue. Right. We were at that crossroads, right? And I even pulled out the books, man. I pulled out the Napoleon Hills, mm-hmm. old school. And in there, he talks about when you are, you, you are probably three feet from gold mm-hmm. right when you want to give up. Exactly. You're being encouraged to give up, however that looks. Mm-hmm. Your degrees are telling you, yeah, you need to go do something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And then Rob and I had talked a little bit about, and we're going to dive into this because we want you to be encouraged, we want you to be inspired, and we want you to be motivated from what you hear today. Mm-hmm. Even when that business isn't paying the bills, what else is it bringing? We want to share some of that with you. Rob, what were you talking about when um, we started this conversation off camera and then we just dive? Yeah. Down. Yeah. Not, not, this is, this is, it was so interesting that you, that you, you know, had the, the idea for this topic because this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Because um, for me, you know, I don't, you know, you know me, Randy, and, and my teaching, all the rest of that type of stuff. I don't really wax. I'm not a preacher. I'm not, I'm not trying to proselytize or evangelize or anything like that. But one of the things that I talk to people about all the time in my business is I believe that everybody is here for a reason, right? That everybody has a purpose, that everybody has a gift. And one of the things that I tell my entrepreneurs that we, that, that, that I coach, Right. And the ones that we coach as well is that I can't tell you how to run your business because I wasn't given the gift of your business. Right. That is a direct download that you get from God. That is a direct thing that is implanted in you. That's the thing that you're supposed to be building to make the world a better place. But I think that oftentimes, you know, and, and this is when we you know talk about vision and we talk about, you know, um, being visionaries and we need to get implementers with us so that we can be visionaries. And it's 
that, that, that concept of where does the vision come from? And, I, and the quote that I love that says this, right, is two of them. Steve Harvey uses a quote um, from Albert Einstein that talks about imagination is the preview of life's coming attractions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another quote from Denzel Washington that, that where he says, your desire for anything good, your dreams, your visions, right, for anything good is God's evidence to you beforehand that it's already yours in the future. And I think that so often we forget about the aspect of how important faith is to the entrepreneurial journey, how important belief is, how important manifesting what is in your mind. When it, when it first comes to you, you're the only person that can see it. And so with, with everything that we're talking about today, I just want to encourage everybody to remember that the, the, the race is going to get difficult. We always tell our entrepreneurs, you know, I'm, I'm famous for this saying, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's going to get difficult. It's going to get to a point where you're going to question yourself. And as we go through, you know, those, those tests and trials, the thing that you have to be clear on is the vision. And, and, and I know for me, there were a number of trials that I had to go through that actually forged this understanding in me and it was something that i can say for me i avoided all of this stuff like the plague i was like jonah running away from going to talk to the people of nineveh if y'all know that know that bible story right like i was like nah i'm i'm not doing this so i mean i've i've, I've ran four businesses in my life and the first three businesses that i ran were always side hustles they was always something that i was doing while i had another job that was taking care of me <coughs> and that was that was my way to play, right? Like I was all, I, I wasn't going to be poor. I wasn't going to not have money. I wasn't going to be like, I heard all these racks riches stories. Like, you know, the, the John Paul DeJoria from Paul Mitchell, you know, the, the, the Eric Thomas or the Will Smith or the Chris Gardner from, you know, um, uh, uh, pursuit of happiness and, and and all of these different stories that you hear about people that you know they they gave their last dollar they gave their they, 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 they went into debt to get to do this all this type of stuff i was like i don't want to be that dude right and that was that was for me something really deep because my father had started a business when i was when i was in high school and his business had went bankrupt now he had went through the whole cycle he had a two million dollar payroll he was making a hundred thousand dollars a year and this is in the 90s right life was good for about two or three years and then the bottom fell out and i remember what it was like we had to move it was me my mother my father and my four brothers and sisters we all moved into a two-bedroom apartment with my grandmother and the last six months of my high school career i slept on the floor in a pallet with my four brothers and sisters that was my preparation to go to college right so i i i i was very aware of what business could do right? Of, of, of how dreams get shattered, all the rest of that type of stuff. So I was like, that's not going to be me. I'm not going to have that pathway. And so nothing, I mean, I, I have degrees. I, I, I have a master's degree. I have a law degree. I have two bachelor's degrees. I wasn't going to go any of those routes. And what was amazing was what I ran from was actually limiting the scope of what I could do, mm. right? I wasn't able to have that pain that I was running away from Mm. was actually a limiting factor in the impact that I could have in the the ability to grow to the level of the vision that was implanted in my mind. Right. Mm. There was things that I knew that I was supposed to be doing, but I was too afraid to do them. And I want you all to know that. Like there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are stuck in that space. And Randy and I did a did a podcast a, a couple of weeks ago where we talked about. What are the mindset shifts that you have to make so that you can go from being an employee to an entrepreneur? 
go back and look at that because we go really into in, in depth about this point here. But I, I want you to understand that there's a there's a difference. There's a shift that has to happen. And one of those shifts is you have to believe in what you're doing before anybody else and not believe just a little bit. You got to believe a lot because you've got to see it before anybody else is going to be able to see it. And that was something that I ran away from. I wanted sure things. I wanted to make sure that I was that, that I was good. And I remember when I started my business, you know, f- almost four years ago now. I was coming off of six months of having a job where I wasn't making a lot of money, right? I was trying to trying to enter into a different field and it was like all the bad luck that could happen. So I went from making almost six figures a year to making about $1,200 over the course of six months, right? In, 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 in a, a commission shocker. job, and right? thinking probably job. all that pain started coming back, all those memories, Exactly, right? right? I mean, at the brink of bankruptcy, everything that you can think about, right? And even when I started my job, I had, I ship shop. I had to do, I was a varsity tutor, which is like an online tutoring platform. I did substitute teaching because I have a teaching degree. And so I was able to go into schools and, and knock that out. Like I had three different jobs while I was doing my business to get everything up, to get everything up. And it was tough, right? I, I, I won't, I'm not going to, you know, gild the lily if, if, if they wouldn't make it seem like it was all roses and, and everything great. No, it was tough. But here's the thing that, 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 that came out of that fire. And this is the thing that I want you all to, to think about, because there's going to be points when your business isn't paying the bills. But being able to survive that thing, being able to make it through that test, that challenge, is what prepared me to now be running a six-figure business that's moving on its way to seven figures. Being able to do that is what prepared me to make the difficult choices that I had to make. Because here's the funny thing that people don't realize. When, when it's time to hire somebody is not the time when you have the money to hire somebody, mm. right? And you have to figure out how to make that happen. You have to believe that it's going to happen. You have to believe that the universe is benevolent. You have to believe that God is on your side. You have to believe that there is a reason that you were given this dream to become a reality. And so I couldn't have learned what I learned without going through that thing. And interestingly enough, while I was going through that, I then began, and and this is where the power of mentorship and the power of books and the power of looking at other people comes into play. As I was going through that process, that forging, if you would, I'm reading book, learning about the fact that guess what? Eight out of 10 millionaires were at some point in their lives, either bankrupt or near bankruptcy. Right. So here's this paradigm, this idea that I have in my mind that the people that make it don't struggle. And so struggle has to be the opposite of making it. And what I find out is that only two out of 10 people that make it don't struggle. The other eight, the norm, the majority, the vast majority, they struggle. Right. And so. It, it, that was reinvigorating. And then I had a coach, I had a mentor that, that, that literally walked me through. It was like, hey, calm down. Like what you're going through, like, yeah, everybody goes through that. You, you start having marital problems. You start, you know, start arguing and you, you, your money, like that's part of the process. Now the things you need to do, and, and she told me like, go get a counselor, go do this. go." Do. And so I did those things and it, it, and it allowed me to make it through. But interestingly enough, just having somebody who was on the other side, <coughs> somebody who's making $100,000 a month, <coughs> be able to say, no, no, no. I went through that too, right? Don't think that you get here without that. Right, right. And that was the that was the powerful thing. So I, I wanted to tell that story for you all that are you know that, that are struggling with this because especially for those of you all that, that are educated that you have you know advanced degrees where you know that you can make eighty, ninety, hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars out in the the, the the economy if you would, but you have this dream, you have this fire, you have this thing that's burning in you that you know you need to bring to the world. 
I want to encourage you in this moment to really understand. Will Smith said this, and I thought it was so powerful, right? It's unreasonable to believe that you can change the world, right? It's unreasonable Mm. to believe that you can do something that's never been done before. It's unreasonable to believe that you can change your family dynamic, that you can believe to believe that you can change the legacy of wealth in your family, to believe that you can impact the a number of lives that in your brain, in that vision that you have, that you know that you're supposed to impact. That's unreasonable. So it doesn't behoove us to try to take reasonable pathways <laughs> to those unreasonable goals. Right. Right. That's another and, way and to say think big. Right. Right. Think outside the box. Right. And, you know, Steve, Steve Jobs used to say, right. The people who are crazy enough to believe they can change the world are generally the ones that do, right? And 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 take courage in that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying do stuff that's outside of best practices in business. Like there's crazy and then there's real crazy. Don't be real crazy. Be like crazy enough, right? The, in that space, but don't feel like don't don't think that if you're going outside of the norm of people that work jobs to make their money, that you're outside of the norm. Understand that you're jumping into a different pathway. Basketball players train differently than football players train. And they both train differently than swimmers train, right? But if you did basketball training for swimming, you'd suck in the pool. If you did swimming training for basketball, you'd suck on the court because you're trying to apply certain things to the sport that they're not for. And so a lot of us take our employee mindset and try to apply it to entrepreneurship. And I just, I'm here to tell you that it's a completely different thing. Yes, it is. And, and Rob, I tell you, you know, I get excited about this kind of subject, man. And I tell you, I'm more serious than excited today. And that's because I want you guys to be able to see and hear what we're telling you today, right? That you will come up against these struggles mm-hmm. you absolutely will it will happen right mm-hmm. so i want to talk a little bit about the other parts that a business can bring right mm-hmm. and 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 this is the be encouraged today part right when napoleon hill wrote in his you know famous book think and grow rich that you might be three feet from gold right that you might be three feet from gold when you stop digging, mm-hmm. right? And that metaphor, when you stop digging, three feet from gold. So in today's, you know, when we talk about this, think to yourself, what else has that business? What else is that business doing for you? What else, right? And I was encouraged, I got a good friend of mine, man, who's raised, you know, five kids. He literally raised five kids. And because he was an entrepreneur, and this is how I look at it, right? He's a great parent, but he had time. He had flexibility and the business was bringing in some money, but it went through ups and downs like crazy. But I'm telling you, man, he has produced some stellar children. And I believe that to be because he had time. He had time to be with him. I can remember times when he was taking his son to football practice. What is his son doing now? He's a, he's on his way to becoming a lawyer. He he was a star quarterback in college, in high school and college. He took him to all the camps. He had time. Now, if he was working busting that nine to five job, he would have pointed out a long time ago, right? And I was talking to a business uh, owner 
who's at that inflection point, right? Business is not bringing in the kind of money that the household needs it to bring in to do the work of the household. Mm-hmm. But I am want to encourage you today that because you're an entrepreneur, and times I see him taking his kids to school, right? Mm-hmm. Times that he had to be right there with them as they grow, they're growing up, and now they're res- they're going to be responsible adults. Be encouraged today. It might be because of that business, mm-hmm. the one that wasn't paying the bills, but the one that gave you enough. The one that grew you as a person, grew you as a professional, that allowed you to apply that master's degree, that undergrad degree, that whatever it is you're bringing to the table, that allowed you to apply those skill sets in such a way that the business grew you. It may not have paid you a lot, mm-hmm. but did it make you a better person? <laughs> did it, and that point it, that you just made there, Randy, did it, you give it, you it, that it's, kind it's of time? Fire. That 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 point is so far because so often we forget that sometimes we're not ready for what we say we want, and not ready from the perspective of you're not worthy of it, mm-hmm. but getting it would actually be detrimental to you, right? Right now. Right. Getting the knowledge or having the understanding or whatever the case may be. Right. There were certain. I remember when I was when I was training in martial arts <clears throat> and especially jujitsu is like this. Right. There are certain moves that if you learn them earlier in your study, they actually. Don't allow you to gain the fullness of understanding of where to apply them and when they won't work. And so like having success too early. Like having success too early, because what happens is you get a false sense of Mm. how effective, right, this particular thing is. And I think that, you know, what you were just talking about, that it was so so key there, right? What is it that you're learning from this experience to to, to constantly be aware, right? One of my constant kind of affirmations and meditations in the morning, right? I'm always praying and saying, you know, God, help me to understand, help me to learn from the things that I'm going through, from whatever I'm going through. Help me to remember that this is a lesson, that this is something I'm supposed to learn from and help me to always be in the mindset of growth and of learning and not of, you know, kind of the woe is me. How come this happening to me like that, that type of that type of mindset, but to be able to take the lesson from everything that we go through. Right. There's a there's a movie. Um that I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if, if people have seen it, but if you haven't seen it, you need to go watch it because it's a phenomenal movie. It's called Five Heartbeats, right? Uh, Robert Townsend picture. <clears throat> he pays homage to the, to the, to the bebop, doo-wop, and, and soul groups of the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, right? And so in this, in this pick, the, there's two brothers in, a, in, a, in the group, and so they've been going at it since they was little, and they get on stage, and they get into it about some stupid stuff, and they start fighting on stage during the performance, and what was amazing about the, 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 the moment in this scene is their manager is standing in the wings off stage <coughs> and their choreographer is there as well. Now, the choreographer is a hothead. They both army buddies from World War II, right? The choreographer is a hothead. He wants to go out there and go beat the kids up and tell them how, they, how, they, how stupid they are and everything. And I say kids, they grown men, but to him, they kids, right? But the manager pauses them. He stops them. He says, no, 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 Sarge, hold on. We just got to teach them how to use everything they do, right? And there's, there's this mindset that we have to have that, right? Tony Robbins says this a lot. 
life doesn't happen to us. Life happens for us. For us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, so when you're in that space that we're dealing with right now, where the, where the job isn't paying the bills, try to figure out what the message is. Try to figure out what the lesson is that the job not paying the bills is for you. Like I know for me, one of the things that it, it that it taught me, and me and Randy have joked about this over over the time. Like I tell you all the time, Randy is a master marketer. Like marketing is amazing. Like this dude has just ideas a minute, right? You hear that Facebook? <laughs> but for me, marketing isn't where it's not my it's not my secret sauce. It's not my jam. It's not it's, it's not where where I like to be, right? It's it, I'm competent, but it's not something, right? It's something that I do reluctantly because I know that it's necessary for me to get for the, me to do the stuff that I want to do, right? You do what you got to do so that you can do what you want to do, right? What this what that journey taught me though was how to tap into the power of other people, how to rely and to use the benefits and the the gifts of other people, because I was trying to do everything myself, which is one of the reasons why my business wasn't picking up at the speed that I wanted to pick up. Now, fast forward, right? Four years later, I have a special projects marketing director that's running a project that's going to be a six-figure project all by itself. I have a director of marketing that I'm hiring onto my team next month. And I've learned to have these conversations and to run ads. I have a social media marketer. I have all of these people that I know how to run and I know how to allow them to be their best because I learned from the many failures that I had exactly what I need from a marketer. Not exactly what I need to do as a marketer, but exactly what I needed from a marketer so that I could be comfortable bringing people in to work with my business, right? That, that, that key, who, what is your business? How is your business changing you? How is your business growing you? It's so powerful. I, I just wanted to kind of tap in that, on that, brother. Is, that, was, that is, was a nugget. This is the part, you know, I'm so encouraged. I, I got a book idea that I'm going to write from this, you know, that I'm encouraged to write from this. Uh, and you just dropped a couple of ideas into my head, you know, the gift of your business, um, you know, the benefits and gifts of others, Right. That kind of stuff, man, has it's in my head, right? I wrote down what I want to write as, as you know, the, the book itself, right? The the other benefits of running a business, you know what I mean? Because I want business people to see this and I want people, the, the spouses, uh, right? The loved ones that are worried about you, worried if you're, uh, they see you struggling, right? Now, if I saw you struggling, I would be encouraged, Mm-hmm. Because I mm-hmm. see you doing. Mm-hmm. Are you guys hearing what I'm saying to you right now? Mm-hmm. I see you doing, right? Even if that ladder's up against the wrong wall, you know how to put up a ladder. Right. Once you and climb, you know, up, climb you, go, you know what? I'm in the wrong spot. Okay. Be encouraged the fact that you climbed the ladder. How many people aren't mm-hmm. climbing the ladder? How exactly. many people aren't even trying? How many people are For just fear on the of the ladder being on the wrong wall? Sitting on the sidelines going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard John told me that, you know what, if I put this ladder up and spend all that time there, it's going to be nothing. But did you hear what Rob said? What occurred while putting up the ladder? Did you say, you know what, why are we putting it up this way? Hmm, wait a minute. What if I did this? That's Mm -hmm. what the business is helping you become. Yes. Yes. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That is what the business is helping you become now. One of the parts of what the work that I do, right? The work that we, that Rob and I are doing right here, why we're masterminding mining on this subject, why we are here for you to work with you if you want to, right? And this is not a sales call by any means, but we're going to put it out there that if you need 
our specific kind of talents to help you do some of these things. Now, you know, bringing that marketing part, building these digital pieces of real estate is what I love to do and then market them, right? Processes, time uh, uh, capture and, and being able to see things and see your business a whole different way. Putting the math to the business is what Rob loves to do. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you would love us to do that with your business, now this is the only time we're going to put this out there for you, right? We will be encouraged and honored to work with you and help you. Because if that business, and Rob said job, but if that business isn't paying the bills, now if it's a job, I'd say start a business. Mm-hmm. So that what you gain from the business, it outweighs what the job is not paying. And this is why I encourage everyone if you're working a nine to five, and I got some friends that I'm helping transition from their nine to five mm-hmm. into business, right? I'm encouraging you to say to yourself that the job would only allow a portion of my ability to be used. And they paid you for that. And they capped that pain, that, that mm-hmm. payment to you. But mm-hmm. a business will allow you to be all you can be. Yep, yep. Yeah, and, you know and I think it's important. I think it's be. important to, to remind that, that like, that, like, like you said, Randy, a job is limit is limited, right? Because it's only one business. You can only work that job for one business, right? Even if you become CEO of that company, say, right, you still can only do that for that one business. You have to change jobs and change companies in order to do it and to get paid more, right? <clears throat> but here's the beauty of being a entrepreneur, being a business owner, right? And to give you an idea, let's 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 look at let's take pay out of it, right? Let's look at LeBron James, right? LeBron James has a job that pays him a lot of money, right? He has a job that pays him a hundred million dollars or so a year. But what's amazing about that is that that job that pays him a hundred million dollars a year doesn't pay him as much as his businesses that pay him hundreds of millions of dollars a year. As a result of what? As a result of that job. Right. And 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 to be clear, this was like this is one of the things that if you go back, one of my favorite and what I do I consider to go. So, you know, y'all, y'all LeBron lovers and all the rest of that, you great. But Michael Jordan, for me, it will is has been and will always be the best player in the history of the basketball game. So here's the interesting thing. I remember doing a report on Michael Jordan when I was in, in grade school. At the time, right, and because, you know, and I'm saying this especially because there's all this hubbub about, you know, Scottie Pippen and his his contract and everything he put in his book. I want you to know that at the time that Scottie Pippen was upset about his contract in his book, that, that he put in his book and all the rest type of stuff. Up until that point in time, Michael Jordan had been paid $2 million a year as his contract, even through the three championships that they won. His salary was $2 million a year. Michael Jordan used to make $38 million a year in endorsements with Nike and Gatorade and, you know, every other thing under the sun that he was doing. So from the time that he came into the league, right, he had been building businesses, right? His job paid him $2 million, which is a great salary. But his businesses, notice I said businesses, plural, his businesses paid him $38 million because Here's the amazing thing about being an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur, you don't have to have just one business. Dan Gilbert, who was owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, 
That's one of the businesses that he owns. He also owns Rocket Mortgage. He also owns, right? Like he owns a ton of different businesses. And I remember, and I heard the story from Eric Thomas. So this isn't, this isn't, um, original fare, if you would. Eric Thomas did some work with the with the Cleveland Cavaliers because Dan Gilbert's offices, interestingly enough, are in Detroit, his corporate offices, right? And so he did some work with them and he got to kind of shadow Dan Gilbert. And one of the things that was amazing to him when, when he was telling the story is like, Dan Gilbert at the time had 31 businesses that he ran. And he was aspiring to have 50 over the next 10 years. And I want you all to see the limitlessness of entrepreneurship, of understanding that you are oftentimes, when you have a job, putting your gift into a container that is unable to hold all of it. Rob, stop there, man. <laughs> putting your gifts in a container. Y'all hearing that? Right? That's the key here, right? When we're thinking about now, we, we transition job to business, but then we go back to how business makes the person better because it's containerless. Yes. Keep going with that, Rob. I love, yeah. I love where you're yeah. going with this, man. Yeah. And, and the, the whole idea ultimately is when you're sitting there and your business isn't necessarily paying the bills, right? Remember your vision. Because right? even with the entrepreneurs that, 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 we work, that we work with, one of the things that, that happens, and I do this with entrepreneurs now, I'll, I'll give you this activity that you can take with you as homework for today. Really understand what your vision is and what your purpose is, right? And the way that you get to that, right? And to just a couple of definitions really quickly. Vision is how you see the world after you have accomplished whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. What impact is going to happen or what, how is the world going to be different because you're doing what you're doing <clears throat> excuse me and then your purpose is the why that you ever want to make that impact in the world and getting to those things it's it, it's deep because a lot of times we you know we, we do this thing where we you know you say why well because you know i believe that you know the world should be a better place and you know i believe that children are our future right all the platitudes right but um there's, a, there's an activity in, in manufacturing, Randy, you notice they call it the five whys, right? When you're trying to get to root cause. And a lot of people call it seven whys as well in, in, in psycho, psychosocial spaces and everything. But ultimately, the key is to get to root causes, right? To get to the very center, to get to the heart of why it is that you're doing what you're doing. And this is where I go back, where I told you that vision, that seed that's implanted in you, that thing that that, that resonates, right? That rings, that, that you can just feel your whole body vibrating when you're on the right path. That thing that's in you, there's a reason that that's there, right? In my company, we talk about that everybody has greatness within them and that it's our duty and our privilege to manifest that greatness during our trip on this planet that we call duty Earth. and privilege. Yes. Right. And, and, and the key thing with that is you have to get to understanding what that is, because that is what gets you through these hard times. Right. What allowed me to make it through the period of time where we had to go get food assistance and where we had to get all types of different things for, for the couple of months where I didn't know how I was going to pay the rent. Now, mind you, in my adult life, I've never had a time where I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent until I started my business. Right. But being in that space where I'm like, this feels like it's not supposed to be what I'm supposed to be doing, but I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? 
is what allowed me to make it through to the point where now the organization that we that, that, that we reached out to and they probably gave us about maybe two hundred dollars of assistance during that during that month where we were struggling i routinely give multiple thousands of dollars to that organization now from my business from the proceeds of what that business what what that organization allowed us to make through right multiple thousand dollars a year from a $200 seed that they sold into my family because I was able to continue to understand my why. And because now, because I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, it allows you to get through. I believe it was Nietzsche that says this, given a strong enough why, human beings can endure almost any how. Now you guys are hearing what, what, what Rob is putting down here, right? Now he said vision and purpose. And I wanna add in passion. Yes. Right. When I start talking about creating digital pieces of real estate so that it can give you the flexibility and financial freedom in your life. Right. I light up. Mm. And Rob knows it, my eyes get wide. <laughs> and the reason why is simple is if you can create. Now, keep in mind, the math just works. Right. I says, well, I want you're talking about the, the different businesses when I in my certain circles in my community, I say, I want 52 different digital pieces of real estate earning me 50 to $60 a day. Mm -hmm. And they, they get that look in their eye. Like that's interesting. That ain't gonna never happen. That's, that, that's, that's kind of the look you get, right? Mm -hmm. Why 52, but then you got a, a, a um, you've got uh, the Virgin founder, um, Richard Branson. Richard right? Branson I like yeah. to say I'm the black Richard Branson. So I don't yeah, know. We go. But he's got 300 some odd businesses. Mm -hmm. right that he created from a single business he was yep. able to become so much more because mm -hmm. of the business and this is what i'm pounding home when the business isn't paying the bills what else is it doing for you yeah it could be creating the better side of you the more the 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 part that's giving best to the world that's growing way beyond your degrees can yes. grow you have grown you you see what I'm saying here now? So be encouraged that when that business isn't paying the bills, that it could be paying dividends in a whole nother way, yes. right? And list out as a result of having this business, I have been able to become A, more resilient, B, uh, you know, a better parent, mm. B, a C, a better spouse because you got availability. All the kind of things that we don't think about because we're worried about that darn bottom line, you know, so that's what my book title, I think, is going to be beyond the bottom line. I love How that. your business can make you a better person, right? A little bit of business, a little bit of self-development, right? The, the, the obviously hot topics. But I'm so encouraged by that because sitting in front of another entrepreneur where they're at that point where they're about to give up. They're three feet from gold, as Napoleon Hill said, and about to give up. Mm -hmm. when, the, when the spouse has their arms crossed and saying, the bill's not coming up in here, <laughs> right? And getting paid right. Mm -hmm. I look at situations like that, man. And I remember, Rob, I remember when I went on my entrepreneurial journey, right? And the first thing, now this is, you talk about having a pain that makes you now seek out never feeling like that again. Mm -hmm. For me, it was like, I never wanted to be broke, right? I never wanted to be in a situation where I couldn't control my own destiny. Yep. I didn't want to give up my freedom. And I worked jobs and, you know, long-term and all that kind of stuff. And then once I got the opportunity to think differently, 
got the opportunity. Y'all hear what I just said there? Got the opportunity to think differently. Mm-hmm. It changed everything. No longer could the job contain me, even though I got a whole bunch of degrees. Mm-hmm. It couldn't contain me because it would cap your earnings and frustrate you. Mm-hmm. But the business is saying, do what you want to do. I will find a way to pay you. But yep. do, key part, do. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and go, oh my gosh, this one didn't work out. Well, what was that lesson, as Rob said? What was that lesson for you? Mm-hmm. Resilient lessons, right? Mm-hmm. I'm re- revisiting um, some of Angela Duckworth's uh, work, right? Mm-hmm. Grit, uh, yeah. Grit. I, I'm listening to it on audio, right? Now I read it and it was like, eh. Right. But now I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, yes. Revisiting some of that success is in not stopping. It's in yes. success. That's the whole is, thing. It's like Rob said, when you've got that vision and, 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 and purpose, and then you can now bring your passion. Right. Of course, we know business will grind you to a nub and mm-hmm. take that passion away. And But you hear what Rob says, you know, what? let's bring on some other people. Let's bring on some people to do this, this, and this. And yep. let's go throw some, some dollars at that. So if you work in that job, let's throw some dollars at the building of the business. Yeah. Right. So now you're working to fund the business. Now y'all hearing what I'm saying here? Yes. You get yes. the people in place. You make 40, 50, $60,000 a year. Okay. Let's take a portion of that. Instead of buying a new car, you say, I'm going to create the lane for a person to get a, a check. Yes, and you learn to invest and and return on investments. I think some of you just said it was so powerful. It was was literally a paradigm shift, right? How do we see the things that are happening in our business, right? A lot of times we can see the things that are happening to us as negative things that are happening to prevent us from achieving our goals. And if you look at it that way, what you wind up doing is you wind up focusing on the obstacle mm-hmm. right instead of learning how to use the obstacle to get over the next obstacle to get close to your goal right and, and something you said randy that was so powerful right and this goes back to the three feet from gold metaphor and the, the story from from thinking grow rich and everything right and and, and i think I, I love when steve harvey talks about it because it's the way that he says stuff is always hilarious i can't do it justice but basically the the the, the, the paraphrase of it is you only lose if you quit And it's so important, right? Um, One of my jujitsu instructors, um, and and, and, right, Um, and it's a it's a it's a Gracie family staple, right? Grandmaster Elio Gracie said it uh, originally, but this has been taught throughout. um, And even my instructors, his grandsons, hit on a hint of Gracie say this as well, right? We never lose; we either win or we learn. And if you can stay in that mindset, that you, you have something, if you win, you get there, you, you've accomplished, you got the results that you wanted, or you're learning. It's either or. It's one of those two things. Losing is not, it's not an option because the only way you lose is if you quit. And since you're not going to quit, and how do you not quit? This gets us back to that homework assignment. You have to find your why. You have to find that thing that, is, that, that, that resonates with you, that, 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 that invigorates your passion, that makes you know that this is what you have been put on this planet for, right? And you've got to ask yourself, why is it important to me? What does it matter to me? How does it make me think about myself? How does it make me feel about myself to to, to pursue this thing? You've got to get to that root core thing that is your purpose. Because once you start living a life in alignment with your purpose, 
the paradigm shifts that we're talking about become easy. You start seeing things differently. When you know that it's inevitable that you're going to get there, as long as you don't quit, the things that, in your, that are in your path become interesting rather than debilitating. Did you, did you just say interesting? Yes. I'm telling you, I'm about to get excited here, everybody, because I says I wanted to have an interesting life. And the only way to have an interesting life is to do interesting things. And how could I do interesting things? I created a business that creates businesses, that mm-hmm. tests business models, that tries different things, right? And that, to me, was more interesting than going in, sitting in a cubicle farm and doing just what I was doing every single day that was bringing no joy, but bringing bringing some money in the house. That's all Mm -hmm. I was doing, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, the bills got paid, the cars got paid, student loans get paid, but there was no joy, right? Mm -hmm. And you now, I saw a lady that knew me from grade school, right? Mm -hmm. And she says, Randy, I see stuff you're doing out there. You have fallen into your purpose, Mm -hmm. right? So Rob says, find your why, or you may fall into your purpose. You may flounder into your purpose. You may fail into your purpose because we're now looking at this not like a failure but it's that win that rob talked about it's that win right it's that win or learn Mm -hmm. i have learned what i never want to do i have learned what i'm you know i have learned the pain points i have learned the pleasure points i have learned so let me go toward those that which make me feel better, feel whole, all these different things. That's what a business, in my estimation, what a business does for you, right? Excuse me. It it brings all that out in you. So if that business, everybody isn't paying the bills, it's probably building the person. Mm. Look at that. And that person once built would never have to worry about bills. This is what we're getting to. Bars. Would never have to worry about bills. <laughs> wait a minute. Because- wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, you ain't going to get to blow past that. Everybody clip this part of the video right here. You put this out all over the place. Say that one more time for me really quickly. <laughs> I can't forget. I can't forget to tell you guys this. All right. Let, let's, let's pause before I get into it. Did you hear the stuff that we've been telling you that a business can do for you? Right. It can build the you. You guys rewind to that part that I just said, but it can build the you. And that is the most important journey here. If it's not giving you the bottom line, that may be one thing, but is it building the person that you were meant to be? Now, you know, Rob, man, I I, I don't want to revisit that again, but because I'm getting emotional. And I'm getting emotional yo, yo, because I'll say, I'll say it for you. What he said was, once you build the person, the bills will not be a problem. Understand how how profound that statement is. The bills might be the thing, <coughs> excuse me, that are building you into the person that you need to be, so that bills are no longer ever a problem. Right. Build that person and you won't have to worry about those bills. And, and, and OK, let's not just drop that, pal- let's not, gyms, let's not drop that pal- platitude on you without telling you <laughs> why. Because when you get to that point where you're such a you're built up in such a way, oppor- it's like you're out of the matrix. 
you can see everything that's happening. You're going, oh my goodness. You can spin up ideas and businesses and you now have, because you have gone through the things you've gone through, you know you can withstand mm-hmm. what's to come. Mm-hmm. You have a reversal in business, you go, that's not a reversal. It was either a win or it was a learn. So it was a learn. That person now is looking at life a whole different way. That person now, because it has been, you have been built, can go and say, all right, I need to pay off X amount of dollars in 30 days. And you say to yourself, well, I've got all the tools and the lessons. I know what not to do. I know what to do. I know what to spin up to now do it. Now, we originally were going to talk about this 30, this cat, this challenge that I had in front of me, right? It says, can you, you know, make 30, 30K in 30 days? And, mm-hmm. and that curiosity was going to bring me, you know, can I, can I make 30K in 30 days in a sprint, right? Kind of a thing. But mm-hmm. we decided, I wanted to talk about this because if a person sitting out there struggling in their business and they're saying to themselves, this thing ain't paying the bills, right? And we talked about sprinting 30K in 30 days just to show people how, that's not going to resonate with them. But if we say to them, hey, listen, with what you're going through and the person you're becoming, me then introducing that idea to that person that has become is like, oh, of course I can. Let me show you in a whole different area than let's say that you have done before. Exactly. Right. We talked about this before. You know, Naveen Jane that talked about that. Um, how he, he's, he goes into areas that he has no idea about and spins up hundred million dollar companies. Mm-hmm. That's because the person he's become can do that. Yep. Your business isn't paying the bills, but it's making you a better person so that one day the bills won't matter. Yeah. And and I guess in closing, I think one of the things that I want you all to realize is that what we're not saying is <coughs> stay in that space where your business isn't paying the bills and life will be great. <clears throat> That's not it. What we're saying is you have to first understand the problem and you have to first see the problem differently. A lot of times the feedback that we get from the business not paying the bills is the business can't pay the bills. So the business must be bad. And so in some instances, that's going to be the exact accurate case, right? But I, and, and it's generally in those cases where people thought, oh, I'm going to jump into this because I'm going to get rich quick. Or I'm going to jump into this because I think there's money over there. I'm following trends. That's a different conversation than the one that we're having today. What we're talking about, and specifically for, for those of you all that are out there that know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, know that you've been, you've been wanting to start this type of business and to do this type of work since you were a little kid. Know that this is the stuff that is that, 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 that keeps you up at night, that you're always having ideas about how to make this better, right? For those people that know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, what you need to understand is just because you know you're supposed to be doing it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Just because you know you're supposed to be doing it doesn't mean that you're ready to do it, that there's not a lot of stuff that you have to learn so that you can be good at what you need to do, right? And also, Understand that the vision that you're preparing for may be even bigger than what you can can comprehend right now. And so there's a lot of stuff that you need to be prepared for that you may not even understand, that you may not know. I, I remember when I was a basketball coach, right? And, and, and I, would, I would teach my, my, my students drills, my, my, my players drills, and, and we would do things, and they wouldn't understand why we were doing certain drills, right? And it was because they didn't understand the game 
the way we as the coaching staff understood the game. They didn't understand what a press looked like. They didn't understand what a diamond and one press looked like versus right a four four one. They didn't understand the different defensive sets that they would see because they had been so used to playing one on one basketball or maybe three on three, two on two. Even if they play five on five, it's pickup ball. There's no coordination. So they didn't they didn't understand the depth and the breadth of everything that we were teaching them. Right. And I want you to realize that in the space that you're in right now, it doesn't mean that just because you're you're not understanding what you're going through, it doesn't mean that doesn't have a purpose. It doesn't mean that that's not actually building you into the person that won't have to worry about the bills. But the other thing is this. You have to be focused on the lesson, right? I want I want that lesson, that, 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 that point to, to really go through here, because what Randy and I are telling you is there's pivots that you need to make. There are things that you need to do there. There, there, there are opportunities that you need to seize that you're not seeing. And a lot of that is because you are not in the right mindset to be able to see the things because you're looking at it as if it's the obstacle, as if right. it's telling you that something is wrong. That's it. The person's not built yet, mm-hmm. right? The person hasn't become yet because you haven't had the experiences yet, right? I, I, I remember something Michael Jordan says. He said, when he got older, he became a better player. But he said, because I didn't have the physical, the physical nature, but I had the smarts. I knew exactly where to go on the floor. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me right now? So in business, because you've been in it and it's been building you, right? May not have been paying you, but it's been building you. It's been preparing you. You now know where to go on the business floor to make all the money that you want. And that's our exactly. wish for you. That's our encouragement exactly. for you. Go forth and put the lessons, take up the goal that we have dropped down here. Pick them up. Take them yep. home, dust them off, and make them your very own. There you go. Rob, that's in what that I want to tell folks today. No, I love it. In that same book, Thriving, in, I mean, not Thriving in Chaos, that's my book. Um, in that same book, Think and Grow Rich, uh, Napoleon Hill said, knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. As Randy just said, go take the things, the nuggets that he dropped, the gems that he dropped in this, in this, in this podcast, and go apply them to your life and see the changes that happen. That's our wish for you, and we will see you on our next video.